Welcome to Rhema for Today. The Holy Spirit is not going to do your praying for you. He's not going to do your preaching for you. He's not going to do your teaching for you. He's not going to do your reading of the Bible for you. He's not going to do your fasting for you. He's not going to do your witnessing for you. He's going to help you do it. Hallelujah. 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 Glory to God. We're not left helpless. Aren't you glad? I said, aren't you glad? You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Tomorrow's the last day for this special offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan and his series on praying with the help of the Holy Spirit. He said a few days later, he is up in another part of the section where they were because, see, he's sort of overseeing the missionary work in this area, similar to God missionary. And he, so he said uh, this, this dear little lady was up there at this mission station because it didn't have much help. And she is up there by herself. I went up to see about her, how she's affairing. And she said, Brother so-and-so, were, were you in trouble last Monday night about midnight? He remembered. He said, Why? Well, she said, I'd been working, you know, about 15, 16 hours of the day, real tired. And, of course, they don't have all the lighting, you know, didn't have no electric lights at all. And, and got off, they'd go to bed early. And I got off to bed, and I woke up. I woke up about 10 o'clock, and, and, and I just couldn't sleep. I had, I had a burden. We called it a burden. We could say a, a, an indelible urge to pray. And said, I tried to just lay in bed and pray, but I, I, I got so sleepy because I was so tired, I, I fell off to sleep. And finally, just before midnight, I, I woke up again and I got out of bed and just got on my knees. And said, Lord, I don't know what it is, but whatever it is, I don't know what to, to pray for as I ought. There we are back to as I ought again. But you do. I'm going to trust the Holy Ghost to help me and just, just continue to pray in other tongues. And she said, then I just, uh, about midnight, I just had a release. I, I began to laugh in the spirit and sing, you know. And said, you came before me. I don't know, I, I don't know. In other words, he just seemed to, you know, uh, in the spirit, what I'm talking about, I could see you. I, I just wondered if maybe I was praying for you. Huh. Anything happened to you? <laughs> Did it something happen to her? Well, now what if she hadn't prayed? Uh, why does it work that way? If God wanted to deliver him, why didn't he just go ahead and deliver him anyway? See? Can God just do whatever he wants to? Just on his own? Well, you know, God is not willing that any should perish, so why don't he just make everybody get saved today and we all go in a minute tomorrow and wind this mess up? No, you get right back to the thought of what John Wesley said. It seems that God's limited by our prayer life. He can do nothing for humanity unless somebody asks him. Why can't he? We've already discussed it. Because he made this world, the fullness of him, turned it all over to Adam, said, I give you dominion. Then Adam had dominion and not God on the earth. And then Adam transferred that dominion to the devil. Can you see that? And Satan's the God of this world. That means he has dominion. 
But bless God, we're down here. We can ask God. God can move. Amen. He is limited by our prayer life. Must be. If he wasn't, wouldn't be in need for us to pray. Just let him go ahead and do it. Whatever, whatever it is he wants to do. Remember we looked at the scripture earlier? When we first began? In Matthew about uh, pray ye therefore the Lord of the harvest that will send forth labors into the harvest. Jesus said that himself. Remember that in the ninth chapter of Matthew? Well, if he wants to send laborers in the harvest, why don't he just go ahead and send them? Evidently, he wants to. I mean, I mean, would Jesus, would God tell you to pray for something that he didn't want to do? Something that's not his will? No, no. Why, why don't he just go ahead and send them anyway? Right back to that same thought again that John Wesley said. It seems God is limited by our power. Unless somebody asks him to do it, he can't do it. Good thought, isn't it? Think about it a little bit. I think you can see some things more clearly. Well, like I said, it would be impossible for us in our human reason to know what to pray for. That dear woman, that missionary woman didn't know for what to pray she ought, but she's got a burden here to pray, a leading, we call it, an urge to pray. Amen. Amen. I imagine that Brother Bowley was certainly glad she did. I mean, he might be out there with his head rolling around on the ground. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Now, the Spirit itself, or himself would be a better translation, maketh intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. Uh, Dad Nelson, P.C. Nelson said, actually the Greek literally reads, with groanings which cannot be uttered in articulate speech. Now, articulate speech means your ordinary speech. So this verse would include praying with tongues as well as those groanings that would escape our lips coming up out of our spirit as the spirit gives us utterance. Not as we just try to think them up ourselves or try to put on something. Amen. Amen. Now notice again that this is not something that the Holy Ghost does apart from you. I made mention yesterday that a lady said to me right here in one of our seminars right here in Tulsa. She came from one of the towns around Tulsa or cities some distance away. And, 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 and talking about this verse, she said, since I found out that the Holy Ghost does my praying for me, I don't pray much anymore. She was basing it on this verse, that the Holy Spirit may. But right on the other hand, again, you can't take one verse and build anything on it. Get other scriptures connection. Put them all together and see what the, you get a clear picture then. You see, even if you'd start at the beginning of that verse, it'd help you see right away of those two verses. Likewise, the Holy Spirit also does what? Does what? Helpeth. Helpeth. Or the way we talk, we don't say helpeth, we say helps. We'd say the Holy Spirit helps. Amen? Amen. But then right on the other, so then this isn't something that the Holy Ghost does apart from you on his own. It's something that the Holy Ghost helps you do. The Holy Ghost was not sent to the earth to do anything apart from the church. I mean, you never read in the Acts of the Apostles anywhere where the Holy Ghost ever met anybody on the street and healed them. Did you? But you read where the Holy Ghost moving through Peter's life and ministry, that Peter's shadow, as many as his shadow fell on, were healed. Don't you? 
You never read anywhere where anybody ever, ever, the Holy Ghost ever contacted or met anybody on the street or anywhere else and saved them. But you read where men full of the Holy Ghost did. Amen? Amen. Sure you do. I mean, if the Holy Ghost just did it on his own, they wouldn't have been in need for us to send missionaries. Just send the Holy Ghost over and let him do it. Now, don't you misunderstand me at all. Many times when folks get to a place, for instance, one of our uh, ministers just, this, this, just, just in August said to me, he showed my wife and I some pictures. They weren't at camp meeting. They went to Africa. And one of our, uh, one of our Raymond graduates is there, and they showed pictures, showed me pictures. And they went back up into the bush country and to a tribe up there. And they showed me this chief. Well, now, you see, when, when, when our, our Rhema graduate, when he went there, you see, this chief found out somebody had taken my book, Redeemed from the Curse of Poverty, Sickness, and Death, talking about second death, and had read it to that chief. You know, it's written in English, but they read it to him in his dialect. But see, the Holy, that's not something the Holy Ghost did on his own. Something the Holy Ghost did through that book through man and so that chief said I, I, he wouldn't let anybody else in to preach when he found out when the chieftain found out then that this man you see they just welcomed him, just opened their arm they had a great meeting there got some marvelous he, he said no I want folks to come in that's got that kind of God Amen. that's the kind the kind of God that wants to bless his people the kind of God that wants to bless his people he wouldn't let anybody else come in and preach to his tribe thank God he wouldn't but now you see, people read about that and said, now see, the Holy Ghost did all that. That's true in a sense, but in one sense of the word, it's not true. There's two individuals involved. Amen. I preached the sermons under the anointing of the Holy Ghost, and they were transcribed. Somebody then edited them and put them in a book form, and then another man, praise God, took the book to him and read it to him in his language, in his dialect, you see. So the Holy Ghost was involved, but the Holy Ghost didn't do it on his own. That's the point I want to make. The Holy Ghost wasn't sent to the earth to do anything apart from the church. He's sent to help us get to do the job. He's a helper. He was sent to empower us to do it. Don't you remember what Jesus said in Acts 1.8? After the Holy Ghost has come upon you, you shall receive power to be witnesses unto me. Both in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and the uttermost part of the earth. Now go back to John's Gospel, the 14th chapter and the 16th verse. I will pray the Father, Jesus said, and he'll send you, King James translation said, another comforter. Now the Greek word here is paraclete. Some of your modern translation reads, I'll send you another helper. See, while Jesus was here, he was their helper. They could talk to him. But I'll send you another helper. I'll send you many translations to read that way. Another helper. The helper on any job is not the one responsible for the job. The helper isn't there to do the job. He's there to help the one who's supposed to do the job. The Holy Spirit is not going to do your praying for you. He's not going to do your preaching for you. He's not going to do your teaching for you. 
He's not going to do your reading of the Bible for you. He's not going to do your fasting for you. He's not going to do your witnessing for you. He's going to help you do it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We're not left helpless. Aren't you glad? I said, aren't you glad? So he's not going to do your praying for you. You're listening to Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. You can find more resources, including messages that expounds this month's subject. Our offer for this month is a four-volume series on the subject of prayer by Kenneth E. Hagan. Each one of the volumes includes four CD teachings on prayer. That's 16 CDs in all. Some of the CD titles are Praying for Your Nation, Praying with the Help of the Holy Spirit, United Prayer and the Prayer of Faith, and so many more. These four sets are normally priced for $112, but for this special offer, they're now only $56. That's a 50% savings off the retail price. Don't delay. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rama.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. Mark your calendar. Uh huh. So I want you to go mark your calendar for November 3 through the through 5th, 5th for the right. men's call to arms men's conference. Yes. Hey, it's going to be great. We'll tell you more about it later, but I wanted you to mark your calendar, okay? That's right. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we'll continue Kenneth e. Hagen's life-changing message. That's tomorrow on Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen.